Boy, the morning show is just flying on by. Here it is, hour three already, 8-12. Neil Atkins joins us. Good morning, Neil. It's 8-12 already, and the day just slips on by. I know it. Uh, Another couple hours, we'll be officially into summer. First day of summer, almost. Uh, how, officially how arrives do, at 9.57 this morning. Where do they figure out, I suppose, I they have look no at idea. the That's, rotation uh, yeah. of the Earth, the planet's alignment. There you go. The sun's uh, yeah. in proper position, and the moon is behind <laughs> the Earth on the other side. And it is the longest day of the year. As the uh, sun up this morning at 5.14, it won't set until 9.07 tonight. Boy. And then tomorrow we start getting shorter again for this morning when daylight. I, all of a sudden... There was light coming through the windows this morning. Really? What is it? I go, oh, (laughs) it is the longest day of the year. It won't be a whole lot shorter tomorrow, but I think maybe we'll lose a minute or something a day. Before you know it, it'll be uh, dark at 4.15. That's about the deal. (laughs) So, uh, but we're supposed to get a boatload of rain coming up later. On this week. weekend, they're talking rain, finally, and we certainly could use it. My lawn is uh, getting kind of crispy from yeah, all certainly. the sunshine and lack of... The only thing growing now is the weeds. I notice the weeds have no weeds, problem with no water. love it. They're just <laughs> popping up all over yeah, the place. they don't need water, apparently. You're looking at, well, I kind of need to cut the grass in a sense, but not really. Yeah, The I weeds are uh, there, and the rest yeah. of it's like a barren landscape. I usually cut it once a week, and uh, not this week. And nope. nothing, nothing growing with the weeds, so I'm just going to wait until the, the rain wait. hits and the grass starts growing. I was going to wait until after the rain, and uh, we'll see, but All I right. might have to trim a little bit. And I still, I guess I was mm. going to get the boat in, and mm. I'm looking at So I get the boat in, and Friday through <laughs> next week, it's going to be raining every day. Every day? I don't, I don't know. know. That, yeah. It says it, it doesn't look good for A the chance weekend, of rain, anyway. yeah. The weekend, Saturday and Sunday, probably the best chances for rain. Well, Sunday. I'm... Shining it up and getting all right. it all gussied up. So About time. Get, get I mean, it's it's going to be fall before you know it. You'll yeah, be having to put it back in. Sorry, a couple, three, three months worth of boat in the water. Usually I don't get it out until the end of September. Anyway, Speaking so. of boats in the water, they're still looking for that missing mini sub. Yeah, I was going to. That was supposed to go down and that. find the Titanic and take pictures and check it out and stuff. But uh, they've. It's been missing, and they've only got about a day's worth of oxygen left. So That's what they said. They yeah. cannot delay finding this thing, obviously. Well, That's... apparently they've got uh, Canada, the United States, and mm-hmm. France, uh, and Great Britain are all involved in this, and they they heard some noises down there, so they yeah. think, think that the submersible is intact. So we'll, problem we'll is, I mean, out. how far down? We're talking like 13,000 feet or something? Down, it's way just, down. It's one of the it's, deepest. Uh, yeah, uh, that's an amazing. one of the... Deeper spots in the oh. ocean. That's one of the... And out in the middle of the Atlantic, basically, they're looking now about 900 miles east of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. So. Well, that's where the Titanic went down. Yeah. And apparently these... Uh, Boy. The uh, founder of the the uh, the company, he's right. one, of the one of the passengers. I, yeah. He may be operating the submersible there. There's five hmm. passengers on it. Uh, a British businessman and an adventurer... Mm-hmm. Uh, by the name of Hamish Harding, and uh, two uh, individuals, a father and his son from Pakistan, who one of Pakistan's uh, richest families. Uh, yeah, this thing is not cheap would. to take a ride in. It's $250,000 It's like person. going into space, except you're going the other way down, and it's still pretty expensive. Shazda Daywood and his son, Suleiman, and also uh, Stockton Rush, who's the founder of the and CEO of OceanGate, and the French explorer Paul Henri Nargolette. 
right. So I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah, but best know, wishes to all of them because it's uh, they got to do it pretty quickly to find these guys and get them back to the surface. So. I have I have friends of mine that commercial dive and they've they've been down not this deep, but right. in you know hard hats and and. You can have diving gear where you can go down three, four hundred feet or yeah. more as long as you get the proper uh, amount of oxygen and nitrogen and other gases. Okay. And then you have to come up extremely slow. Now, this right. is a contained vessel, mm-hmm. so the pressure is contained, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, hopefully, wow. for the best yeah. for these five people. All right, we're at 817. Bruce Siski joining us with sports this morning. How are you, Bruce? Good morning. Frustrations continue for the Twins. Right. A 10-4 loss to the Red Sox last night at Target Field. What and is going on? Neil is a bull at a china shop over there. See, they, put, they put the metal garbage can right by where I sit and where my feet are, and all of a sudden I look down and bam there you right. go. I'm sorry, I broke up your entourage. It's like a kid in class. It just yeah, you know, I am. I am. Can't, can't help himself. Bull in the yeah. China shop. That's the whole deal. <laughs> yep. Uh, Red Sox have won six straight. Twins have lost five of six and have looked horrible in doing so mm. and continue to, frankly, with this roster as constructed, underperform even the mildest of expectations. And yet they remain in first place. And yet they remain, despite their best <laughs> efforts, in first place. 640 for game three of the four-game series tonight here on KDAL. Sonny Gray versus Garrett Whitlock. The Brewers beat the Diamondbacks last night 7-5. to They stay a half a game back of the sizzling Reds in the NL Central since he's won 10 straight. I promise the Reds will lose a game again at some point this season. Well, we certainly hope so because we we're a half game back. we got to at least... Uh... Well, they're even in the loss column, so worst case, you got a one-game playoff at the end. <laughs> okay. If they both win out. Well, yeah, it's going to happen. And finish 127-35. and 35. <laughs> Not likely. No, it's not. When do they play each other? That's another key. Great so. question. Because I know they played the four in yeah. Cincy a couple of weeks ago. They finally played Pittsburgh. And they the Reds played a whole have not lot of division. Been, to my knowledge, have not been to Milwaukee. Yeah. Let's see. So the Brewers will hit the road for Cleveland this weekend. Then they go to New York for four. Mm. Then they're in Pittsburgh for three. So a long road trip coming up. Yeah. They're back home for the Cubs. And then the Reds. So July seventh, oh, okay. they'll play the Reds again. It'll be a while. It'll be a little while. Hopefully, they'll cool off by then. No, or the Reds, or the Brewers will cool them off themselves. <laughs> yeah, there maybe. you go. Uh, series and homestand wrap up at one o'clock this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Julio Tehran versus Zach Gallen. Huskies win thirteen eleven in Lacrosse. They get a doubleheader today. Day night doubleheader noon and six thirty versus Rochester. Both those games at Wade Stadium. And one of the note, the Ray Peterson Heritage Summer Hockey Classic back at the Essential Duluth Heritage Center on Monday. Bunch of professional hockey players who call the Northland home or played here previously when they were kids, mm. or both, okay. will get together to help raise money for the Ray Peterson Heritage Fund, which offers financial assistance to kids who can't afford to take part in organized sports. $10 tickets. Kids will get in free if they are accompanied by an adult mm-hmm. and wear a hockey jersey. Before the game, they free youth hockey camp for boys and girls being hosted by Duluth East <laughs> alums Derek Forbert and Andy Walensky. The former Cloacasco Carlton standout and UMB captain Carson Kuhlman have an 8 and under session at 4 o'clock and then 12 and under at 5.15. That is free. Registration starts at 3. Participants asked to bring their own equipment, be accompanied by an adult. Camp participants will get two free tickets to the game and a T-shirt they can get autographed after the game. What a neat deal. I like that. Yeah, pretty cool. All right, thank you, Bruce. Speaking of local stuff, though. Uh Uh-huh. Denfeld Sports Stadium is yep. being renamed for uh, uh-huh. uh, Walt Hunting 
and, and uh, uh, Mark, Mark Heikinen. Yeah. Now, See, so, I never realized that the hunters got their name. From hunters yeah, from hunting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought they were just named for no. you know going out hunting. <laughs> it, it, there is intrigue in all this when all these yeah. names and things are on the community, right. and there are actual people that now tell us about Walt. And Marv, for people that don't know. So, uh, Marv Heikaden was, I think, like 15 years he was their head coach. They went wow. to state a couple of times. But uh, Walt Hunting was, he's like 30 years he coached football there. Wow. They won 14 citywide football championships. They went to state <laughs> and won championships five times. Wow. Oh, my. And these are giant yeah. figures in yeah. Denfeld football. As I explained down the hall, you think about that stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't all that long ago that there were three high schools that played their home right. games at PSS. Yep. They used yep. to have double headers on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. They'd have one team land at five and other team <laughs> at seven thirty. And who course, was left out? There was what Morgan Park too. And they, in, in way back in the day, Morgan Park, yeah. all those teams before played there. public school stadium got redone. Yeah, there there were the four schools in town. Right, and, and there were okay. when I was growing up, there were three because okay. when Superior played Central in Duluth, they, it wasn't up at Central; it was always at PSS. All right. Well, of course, Central doesn't exist anymore. East has its own facility. Mm. So Denfeld's the only school that uses PSS as a home field. Right. So it really doesn't make any sense to call it PSS. It should be. It, it should have been a Denfeld-centric name right. now for a while, right. and I'm glad they finally did this. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's something else. Legends in the community. I had friend. Well, Brad Bennett used to coach uh, some football out there, and... Uh, as a kid, he played football at that stadium. Why is it his name on something? <laughs> well, because he's still on the radio. Oh, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bruce will be back on the radio with the Bruce Siski Show after 10. What's going on today, Bruce? Speaking of local, Esco won, uh, won its first state baseball championship last week. We'll talk to a couple of players. Ty Christensen going to join us in studio, and his buddy, senior Kale Haugen, will join us on the phone. And we'll have a, a fun conversation with a couple of guys heading to college next year. All right. 822. It's the morning show on KDAL. We'll be back. is uh, Tony Orlando and Dawn. Oh, I remember that. Oh, sure. Tony was nice, but Dawn I liked a lot better. (laughs) They had a TV show, I believe, at one time. Yeah, they did. Short-lived, but nonetheless. Well, he came back a couple of times. I guess he's still around. Uh, Oh, yeah. Some of these... uh, Part of Dawn, I think, became an actress and uh, really ended up uh, yeah. doing a lot of acting. Yeah. Uh, today is National Selfie Day, so if you got a smartphone and you belong to some kind of social media thing, take a selfie and post should it. I, should I take a picture <laughs> of you and then I'll post it? No, that it. would not be a selfie. We already posted it, you know, and we had the yeah. mayor. Oh, here. I see. Yeah. Selfie yeah. Day means <clears throat> you take a picture of yourself. Say uh, next uh, next week, I think next Wednesday, we're going to have city councilor. Yeah. Eric Forsman. Well, wow, that's kind of cool. Good here. He He's, uh, uh, decided to run again, right? Yeah, he yeah. initially wasn't uh, because of family obligations and his job. He works for Minnesota Power. Okay. And uh, actually, somebody running for office that works for a private business—that's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And uh, but anyway, <laughs> so he'll be on board with us. And right. I know Eric, uh, good guy. He was real helpful. Uh, 
the last couple of years when we had the snafu dealing with the Memorial Day parade out in West Duluth, and oh, the city yeah, yeah. wanted to charge uh, the veterans groups four grand uh, mm-hmm. to do the parade, and that set people off uh, for Memorial Day, and and Eric uh, helped mediate that and get everybody together, and and uh, worked out pretty good. So, so the parade <coughs> the parade continues to go on, and uh, they don't built them with you know Memorial Day is you know right. what's interesting. There's a whole bunch of things that the city does, and uh, they don't go and charge extra to do it because right. we, we pay for it, right? Yeah, that's what they're supposed and to do. And Memorial Day <laughs> is a day that honors those who sacrifice their lives in defense of this country. Right. And uh, anyway, that all got resolved, so Good. we don't have to go over. <laughs> well, we've got women with buckets of Speak, booze out uh, here. It's down Wednesday. The hall. That means it's booze. It's, day it's for Wednesday for drinking liquor mm-hmm. up and down the deal. That's all right. They get a little wild too. Oh, they get going. I'll tell you. When, watch, watch, watch what happens at ten thirty here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering what the special drink is for the first day know. of summer. Well, we'll find it out. Must be something with an umbrella. In well, it when, we go, when we go, when we go on our on our break here, I'll oh, ask okay, uh, yeah. Christy over there and see what the deal is. So, say there was just a, on a serious note, there was a horrible accident down in the Twin Cities. Oh, five, five people, people were killed. I know it. That's terrible. And the guy that uh, oh. was driving out of control, he had a big mm-hmm. Cadillac Escalade, 27 years old, Derek Thompson of Brooklyn Park. He's in jail. Apparently, he was intoxicated, high speed, uh, rammed through an intersection, killing five people. That was late Friday. Uh, he sped off to Interstate 35W exit ramp on uh, East Lake Street intersection. He's the son of former state representative John Thompson, a DFLer from St. Paul. Killed in the crash, uh, a 17-year-old of Bloomington. These were all uh, young ladies, 20-year-old mm-hmm. 20, 20 from Brooklyn Center. It was um, Severin Ali, uh, Sarah Gassati. Easy for you to say. I know. Salama. Of the Cotter of St. Louis Park, uh, Sagal, Hershey, and Shyam Adam, 19, both 19 of Minneapolis. And they had all been at uh, the Mall of America, and um, uh, they were, uh, not the mall, they've been doing some shopping and some things. Oh, okay. I read the story yeah. uh, yesterday, and just a horrible crash. Now, the terrible thing about this is the man driving this Thompson mm-hmm. uh, three years ago he went to prison for a hit and run crash that permanently injured a pedestrian in California yep. and um, and now this happens again obviously yeah. the guy spent time in jail and he's out and you know right. how do you know what's going to this is the, you don't I you mean don't. you can't keep him locked up forever obviously but no and now five people are dead right and uh, this, the, obviously, this guy is probably going to go away for the rest of his life. Well, no, but it, yeah. it it gets to this horrible point, and I he know. apparently was intoxicated, and uh, he uh, he ran from the wreckage, but was soon captured by the police. Right. He appeared extremely intoxicated. I mean, alcoholism is a disease, supposedly, but uh, <clears throat> you got to be able to treat that disease. And for one thing, you shouldn't be driving when you're. Well, this is a. I know they've got several safeguards in place where, you know, if you're convicted of drunk driving, you got to have a, a breath test before you can start a car or something. Well, but, people go and disable that, too. Oh, and of course sure. It's a well, felony there's always ways around it. But, but people, what, interesting on all this, the mentality mm-hmm. of some of the people is like it doesn't matter. Uh, they You've seen six, seven, right. ten 
DWIs in Minnesota and Wisconsin. It's all over the country. Oh, yeah. The people, and most of the time, the individuals that are repeat offenders, they've lost their driver's licenses permanently. Somehow they're getting a vehicle. They still drive. Borrowing it and driving and getting drunk and eventually killing some, and in this case, killing five young people down in the Twin Cities. It's just, and they're, I believe they're all, Somali heritage. Mm-hmm. None of them drank alcohol. They right. all of them were underage. Right. And here's this drunken twenty-seven year old craning through the deal and killing yeah. them all. And he comes away unscathed, obviously. Uh, it looks that way. Yeah, it looks that's like how he wasn't. It usually works. Well, uh, this is the longest day of the year. It's called the um, solstice, summer solstice, which, by the way, is Latin for sun stand still. Ooh. I did not know that. See, they thought things. They thought weird <laughs> things back in the day. That means about 15 hours of daylight compared to the average of nine hours in the winter. And the farther north you go, the more sunshine you get. So in other words... Our, time. Yeah, up at the <laughs> North Pole, you don't have any sunset today. Well, the land of the midnight sun. Midnight sun, but then six months, yeah. there's sun. Yeah, well, I know. Thanks to the 23.5-degree tilt of the earth, uh, we get that uh, weird... Stuff well, let me tell you, I was in, in the north. Uh, fr- I have friends of mine that live up mm-hmm. in Alaska and tell me about <laughs> the midnight sun. Right. And I had an opportunity. I was in our sister city in Russia, in Petrosvodsk, and um, we were there in August, late August. And at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, it was getting light out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And because Petrosovas is right. like Pretty right on north. right yeah. on the Arctic Circle area, ah. right right up in that area, and uh, it was real it was real interesting. They now we think we get a cold here. Mm-hmm. Now Petrosovas is a city of a couple hundred thousand people, yeah. and about the same as our metro area sure. in uh, population. And uh, they have uh, a big lake Onegon. They have canals that right. go up to the Arctic Ocean and all right. that jazz, but. Uh, Guess how cold it gets there in the winter, Dave. I Well, they're right around the Arctic Circle, so I guess it gets pretty cold. 60 below. 60 below. And yeah, I'm thinking, that's I'm looking at I all these, be there. I'm looking at all these buildings there in these old, this old hotel we initially stayed in, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at the piping and the heating, and I'm thinking, how, how many breaks do they have as far as water lines and steam <laughs> yeah. lines and all that jazz? But, but wow. they get through it. Okay. And, uh, but uh, a great, great group of people, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's a real lack of communication now between our sister cities and Russia yeah. because of the debacle in Ukraine. Let's head to the phone real quick. Yes, sir. I have, hi, who's this? Turtle. Go ahead. Yeah, Neil. Turtle. Yeah, from Duluth. Go ahead, you're on. What's oh, up? yeah. I was talking about that guy that crashed into those five women down there in, New- in, uh, in Minneapolis. Right. Yeah, that uh, that fellow was running from the cops when he uh, took the inter- when he took the uh, off ramp and ran into them women. Oh, there's uh-huh. an, uh, there's the rest of the story here on that. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, he's the son of that Thompson guy who was was kicked out of the DFL because he was pulled over by the police in St. Paul, and he, uh, his father was uh, was uh, claiming that he was driving while black. Remember that incident? Oh, well, wasn't he ago? the guy that? His license plates were expired. They were from Wisconsin. His yeah. driver's license would have expired from Wisconsin, yet he yeah, yeah, yeah. claimed he lived in Minnesota and he got elected as a state rep. I wondered what happened to him. And I see former state <laughs> rep there. They booted him out, and he d- either didn't run again or he got defeated. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that was his son that did the uh, incident where he killed them women, yeah. the Somali women. 
but you know it's uh it's uh it's, it's, it's a tragedy of course yep but but this guy thinks he can get away with anything you know it's it's you know well uh, the horrible he's not thing getting away with this so. well the horrible thing is is you got away with stuff before and now right. he's killed five people and this is not going to go well for him to say the least right but it's just you know it, it gets to the end where people are dead Yes. Because of somebody that's out of control, and this guy obviously is out of control. Yeah, have a good day. Hey, yep. thanks. Thank you for the call. 836 now at KDAL. Last night at the deck, Doobie Brothers. Did you go, Neil? No. Oh, okay. No, I was out watering that parched earth out at my <laughs> okay. place and, and doing things. I guess uh, they put on quite a show from what I heard. Well, I, Kenny I was, was there. and uh, Oh, was he? He said they uh, they sounded good, good tight good. band. Good I saw them back in the day when they were really big, but 50th anniversary tour now. Let's see. Yeah, I've never I've never seen them. I guess yeah. uh, I've, I've had experience with uh, when I was overseas, yeah. seeing 10 years after in Pro Call Harem. Ah. Pro Call Harem actually was a warm-up band to 10 years after. Is that right? <laughs> and then Thelma Houston, remember her, the I blues do. singer? Yeah. She mm-hmm. performed uh, on stage outdoors for us, wow. uh, on bass. And, she uh, became uh, big in the disco era. She, became, she yeah. became really big. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buffy St. Marie and a whole bunch of others. Oh, wow. There were a bunch of concerts that we went to up by uh, Mount Fuji. Yeah. Outdoor concerts where they had all these different bands, right. uh, international. And the 10 years after Pro Call Harem concert was in Tokyo, a big stadium mm-hmm. in Tokyo. But on base, they had a lot of ones. They had... Uh, uh, Lots of groups that yeah. uh, well, Lou Rawls. I've got a picture of Lou Rawls. He almost <laughs> sat in my lap on the stage. It was a Christmas, New Year's celebration at the big uh, NCO uh, club uh, mm-hmm. on the base, and Lou Rawls is there. And man, I'll tell you, he pitched it out good. I'll tell you something else. <laughs> yeah, it's a neat thing about being in the military. You get a lot of uh, concert action. It's, well, especially back in the Vietnam era, people used to tour around the bases. Oh yeah, all over the place. Yeah, and they, I remember they still seeing do that. Bob Hope at one time, who stopped by at Shepherd and uh, gave a little Ooh. show. Uh, let's see who was with the Box Tops, uh, Tommy Boyce, Bobby Hart. Wow, a lot of uh, forget lot who of else was there, but that was fun. See, uh, getting back to this uh, horrible accident down in the Twin Cities, this right. Derek Thompson. Uh, here's the rest of the story, and thanks to Turtle calling in there. Uh, the seriousness of the crash back in uh, 2018 where he was in prison for a hit and run. Uh, Minnesota reinstated his driver's license. He applied for it. Really? He had his driver's license reinstated in March. And, uh, in fact, in that horrible accident on California where it was a hit and run and the person was in a coma for a while but did recover, uh, it was a rental car he was using. Okay. This Cadillac Escalade that he had, he picked up the rental vehicle it was a 2023 Escalade. He picked it up Friday at the Hertz uh, mm-hmm. rental place at the airport down in the Twin Cities. And at 946, he picked it up by 1010 the same night uh, the five women were dead. Oh, now, wow. they found in his lap a bag of marijuana, and uh, they figured he was also intoxicated mm-hmm. with other stuff. Now, when the accident occurred out in, in uh, California... At the time, law enforcement said it found in the rental car. Uh, again, he was sentenced uh, uh, to prison time for the sit-and-run. 
17 pounds of marijuana. Holy cow. 20,000 bucks in cash. Obviously, this guy is... He was doing more than just smoking. Apparently, he's yeah. got... He was sentenced to eight years in prison, but in California, they have some laws where they have discretion, and he, okay. he got out after two and a half years. Wow. What's interesting about Minnesota is that uh, Minnesota... Uh, does not allow a lifetime ban on having a driver's license for these egregious offenses. Mm. No matter how serious or the numerous the offenses, uh, there was a 64-year-old guy, Danny Lee Betcher, possessed a valid driver's license, even with 27 drunken driving offenses <laughs> on his record, and What's proceeded to get there? one more DWI on September 28th of 2017, in New York Mills, and uh, I so guess there's I, no laws to allow and to prevent get, this, or what? Get, get the driver's license back, Minnesota. I didn't you talk know about that. all this. Yeah. Uh, let's let's be uh, righteous here in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. There's some laws that need to be changed. I think so. And they they look the other way, or or whatever. I don't know. But what as the you deal said, is. even without a license, they'd be driving. But the other yeah. thing is, I imagine he couldn't get a rental car. To get the way. rental car, you right. have to have a drive, right. valid driver's license. So that so. would prevent him from doing that. I, I was wondering still. where this guy who has all these criminal activities, yeah. uh, where he purchased the Escalade, a brand new Escalade, and it turns out it was a rental, rental. vehicle. Okay. So. We're at 8.44, and we got more of the morning show coming up. Well, CCR this morning, the song is called Fortunate Son. I remember those guys. I got a few of their record albums. We used to Fortunate Son, this song has just uh, set a record on Spotify streaming service. Guess how many times this song has been uh, streamed on Millions. Spotify? Millions. A little more. Ooh. One billion times. Wow. In a press release, uh, John Fogarty says he's humbled and honored to have his song reach the milestone, adding this comes after he's finally acquired the rights to his early songs back again. Uh, Fortunate Son uh, is being featured on Spotify's Billions Club playlist that now has just under 450 songs on the Billion list. Now, how did he lose his rights to his music? Uh, Some kind of dealing and wheeling from the record companies, I guess, so... Yeah, somehow he ended up losing all, but he got it back, according to... Uh, lawsuits and... Yeah, finally, lawsuits and stuff. Certainly the, Good for him. I the mean, he wrote that, it, and he sang it. He should yeah. have the rights to it. It's usually... I, I didn't realize this, but the people that write the songs right. uh, are the ones that have the rights with the revenue coming in, not the mm-hmm. band. Yeah. A lot of people that well, the band gets all that. Well, it's the people that actually <laughs> pen the they song. They get a piece of it, but not there's a little it, bit. Yeah, but the right. writers actually get a little. That's why there's that. so much touring going on because the, you know the people the bands that's where you sing get money. to make the money that way. So, so. But, uh, uh, they, uh, we we had uh, somebody ballyhooing there a while ago about yeah. uh, sales taxes. Oh, and uh, how wonderful sales taxes are. <laughs> Well, there's a state legislator that uh, disagrees with that. He doesn't uh-huh. think he thinks sales taxes are regressive, and uh, his state representative Steve uh, Elkins, he's a DFLer from Bloomington, and he wrote a big op-ed piece in yeah. the. So how the, would he replace the sales tax then? Well, he thinks property taxes are much more I fair. I see. Okay, okay. and uh, he thinks that sales taxes are inconsistent because they. 
they they go up and down with the volume. So if you have a recession, people mm. aren't really spending as much. Now, I during see. the pandemic, you yeah. saw what mm. happened there. Right. And uh, city sales tax and those were down, mm. and they were all worried. And you become dependent on that bar. Right. And his his argument here is you, you're setting property taxes, whether it's business, commercial, or residential. It's consistent. And there are breaks that are given to... Uh, uh, let's say seniors, I, I maybe senior citizen in Minnesota, I'm not sure, but I don't get any break on my property taxes. But <laughs> You're not but, senior enough. No, I guess not. Yeah. But but uh, there are there are some credits, and certainly sure. our property taxes in Minnesota for residents aren't as high as they are in Wisconsin. You guys get, we get, get nailed, pretty darn yeah. good there. I guess Florida is <laughs> pretty high in property taxes, yeah. too. Well, our sales tax is less, though, in Superior. It is in years. Wisconsin. The... Uh, so anyway, he makes a point here talking about it. I guess the thing that I look at, I was always uh, more in favor of of uh, consistent sales taxes right. rather than jacking up the property taxes right. because especially in an inflationary period mm-hmm. with property values, all of a sudden your property has been jacked up uh, almost twice as much as it what used to be worth, and now your property taxes have been doubled, and that... Uh, extremely difficult at times for people yeah. uh, in that respect. On the sales tax, what's interesting about the thing that he doesn't really get into on in the article is uh, City of Duluth, uh, let's say you're, you have uh, a thousand, let's say your property tax is a thousand bucks. Okay. okay. The city only gets about 20% of that. Yeah. The rest of it goes to the school district county. and the county mm-hmm. and a couple other little tiny slices right. that come in there. So Granted, you've got this base, but the sales taxes that the city gets, there's mm-hmm. uh, 2% across the board city sales tax, plus all the tourism taxes and right. the food and beverage tax, is more than what they get in property taxes. I believe it. Yeah. And uh, even though it fluctuates, right. it's still uh, much more dramatic. Uh, and again, you, a lot of that is coming from people who are, don't live here. That- it's true. Spend their money, so. and that's where that's where I always argue in favor mm-hmm. of uh, sales tax over right. uh, property tax because people that are coming into town using the <clears throat> using the streets, the roads, and the right. facilities. And tourism seems to be our biggest industry at this point. So it is. That's a good way to make more money from it. And the other side, there are also the the folks in the community that that are spending money in the community that uh, are not gainfully employed, that may, uh, some of them may uh, be of suspicious nature, ah. but they have to go out and buy the treats and the, yeah, the clothes true. and everything else, <laughs> and they're paying some taxes by doing that, by spending their money. So so it kind of, I think, fairly gets everybody, whatever your economic status is, and uh, again, the, the people that would be on public assistance, they are getting assistance in housing, and uh, food, and, and they get the EBT cards and that sort of thing. So there is that uh, uh, safety net out there. So so I guess, to me, sales taxes are much better than jacking up property taxes. I would agree there. It's uh, 8.53 now at KDAL. We'll find out how the stock market's doing. It's uh, lower, but that's coming up. Celebrate one of the richest cultures in modern history. June 24th and 25th from 11 until 5. Come to Marshall School for Taste of Greece. Hosted by 12 Holy Apostles Greek Orthodox Church. Experience Greek music, Greek dance, and of course... Greek food. Come enjoy the sights and sounds of Greece at the Taste of Greece, Saturday, June 24th and Sunday, June 25th from 11 to 5 at Marshall School in Duluth. For more information, visit 12apostles.org or check out the Taste of Greece Duluth on Facebook. 
Well, we will get another one of those air-conditioned city-type deals today, as we'll be up into the 80s inland, and it'll stay 60s probably. That's right here. That's right by right here. the lake. Yeah, it's been at my house. I, we, I, I had a push to get into the 60s <laughs> yesterday. It <laughs> stayed pretty much 57, 58 degrees. Dave, you folks over in Superior oh. Town have really gotten the short end of the stick on well, this Well, it's just like downtown, city. yeah. yeah. And, and uh, yeah. We, we basically have the same temperature as oh, yeah. uh, the, the uh, uh, airport. Uh, well, you know, I was up in uh, two harbors yesterday and it was pleasant and yeah. uh, then I, I uh, made my route down through downtown all the way up over the <laughs> right. hill and then once I got up over the hill it was in the 70s right but and now today it's going to be and even further it was into the 80s, 80s so, yeah, yeah. Hotter, hotter. more of the same today upper 80s expected inland uh, much cooler by the lake right now 63 at the airport 54 downtown 55 in superior southeast wind at about six miles an hour and we mentioned stock uh, uh, opening lower today uh, they closed lower for the second straight session yesterday. Not sure why, but there you go. Yeah, concern about the Federal Reserve. Still? Yeah, okay. No, yeah, they, yeah. Apparently, the head of the Federal Reserve made some comments that kind of... Oh, well, see, they should have... <coughs> ...rackled the hairs on a couple of the gurus. Just keep their mouths it. shut and you would never If he would. If, yeah. if he'd stop and just go on vacation for a while. There you go. Nice. I so, like that idea. Say, uh, by the way, the uh, president's son, Hunter Biden, is yeah. uh, not, not our buddy Hunter, the weather guru that comes no, up here no. every once. But uh, Biden uh, <clears throat> apparently is attorneys and yeah. the federal prosecutors have done a plea deal on his mm-hmm. tax... Uh, failure to pay uh, income taxes, and also he had that illegal gun charge oh, uh, levied right. against him. Uh, apparently, he's going to uh, be sentenced to some fines and two uh, two years of probation. Uh, no deal, uh, no going to jail or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a judge has to approve that deal. But they have to approve I the deal. I would guess that would be approved. So, uh, so he failed to pay taxes in 2017 and 2018, yeah. and he agreed to the probation. Now... I was watching some of the uh, shows last night, yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, on one of the networks, uh, they had people on there going, you know, when it, when there was a, a congressman from uh, Florida who's uh, an African American, he said, mm-hmm. you know, these charges, especially the gun-related charges, if it was a young black man, he'd been in jail for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So what's going on here? So they were going back and forth on that, oh, saying sure. that that he got slapped on the... And others were just saying, well, look, at they yeah. did a plea bargain on this. He's paying the back taxes and the fines. Why? And the tax yeah. deal was a, I believe, misdemeanors. If he was trying to defraud, mm. that would be the felony, but I believe uh. it was misdemeanor issues. And then uh, uh, it just goes on and on and on. So if... Some are saying that because he's the president's son, he he got off the hook and only got probation. <laughs> yeah. Others say that that's not the case and it's a fair sentence, so we'll see how it all unfolds. It all depends on what party you belong to. Well, apparently. that's the problem with all this. Yeah. Yeah. It all yeah. shakes down that way. All right, Neil, we'll catch you back here on Friday. Gotcha. we got to go. we got another hour of the morning show coming up after news. And Bruce is back with more sports, too, as the morning show continues on KDAL. And I got a piece.